dude, I swear to God, if the game had robust mod support, yeah, I would spend six months making Tarkov. Yeah. Fully featured, like yeah. I would go like hardcore, like the amount of time that people put into like the Skyrim nudity mods, <laughs> I would I would put into making a like a, a Tarkov like mode in, in a game like Battlebit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, Pepsi, and the fact that it's National Pizza Day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jessica Zam. And I'm full of pizza. Is that I'm why you had day. pizza? Because it was pizza day? No, I ordered 7-Eleven pizza last night at about 11 p.m. because I'm an adult. Because you're an adult? Yes. Yeah. Um, I accept this. And then this. I just had leftovers. <sighs> Bro. Sunday... We were like craving just Jets pizza. I don't know if you had Jets was really good, so we had pizza. What? Wait, sorry, what? Jets. It's just a, it's a chain, but it's a chain of Detroit style pizza, and it's a relatively small chain, so there's not that many of them. But it's it's not even it should be Lions. It's really good. Yeah, you'd think, but it's Jets. Um, Sports. So I had that. Then Monday, leftover pizza. Right. Wednesday, yesterday, last night, we went to some friend's house. Pizza. Today, National Pizza Day, so I had to get a pizza, and I have left. Dude, it just occurred to me that they changed the recipe for for <laughs> pizza rolls um, at some point, and or or it was like I hit that threshold where like you suddenly become thirty four, and now a third of the foods you love don't taste the same anymore. I, I can't mm, tell. I'm not there yet, but please don't take my pizza rolls away. They're so good. Yo, you ever had Elio's? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah, dude. I found some. I It was like, that was one of those childhood memory unlocked moments for me. I hadn't had Elio's in two decades, bro. And we were just like walking on the freezer aisle, or pub, freezer aisle of Publix. And I was like, ah, Elio's. So we bought some. Yeah, man. I have that all the time, actually. I think I, I think I have. See, the problem is, is that when you get a box, there's an even number in there. Yeah. And I have two at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I cut them into slices. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Um, but my wife only has one. So when she eats one, there's one left. It's like, well, now I can't. It's not a fucking meal. Yep. It's just not a enough snack. for a meal. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So there you go. Elio's. Well, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I hate to say this, man, but Tarkov the last two days has been quite good. Man. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. We it's talked about this a little bit when I rated you, but it was like you mentioned it. It's like. It's like you get assigned a house when you install Tarkov and it's either house A or house B and those two houses cannot be having fun at the same time. It's it's just not allowed. And so like I have been having the worst week of Tarkov ever. And so I like I sent everybody over to you and you're like, man, I've been having some good days. And I was just like, damn. So what's been what's been rough? Has it been cheaters? Has it been bugs? Uh, Desync? Like what? <laughs> okay, so to be fully honest with you, and it hurts my heart to say. It's so part of it, half the one side of the coin is all the things we talk about where it's like just every possible bug or inconvenience or annoyance, they've been stacking up like really bad for me. And then the other side of the coin, and this is what hurts. That's annoying, but what hurts is the other half of the coin, the 30% of the raids, the three out of 10 raids you get in, I've been whiffing. I feel like I'm washed. I feel like I just... I feel like Do you some, have Veritas syndrome. Dude, I feel like where the something dog shit. 
happened and I just can't like I I, I die and, I, and immediately I'm like that was a really dumb decision I shouldn't have pushed that I shouldn't have reloaded there because it's a p90 it's a really long reload and he just like peaked me and so it's like that it just it's painful because like you die you, 10 you raids in conference. a row yeah you die 10 raids in a row and it's easy when it's like no audio bug or obvious cheater but it's harder when you're already frustrated because Either one of those situations is fine. If you're playing well and you're dealing with Tarkov's bullcrap, you can kind of push through it. Or if you're not playing that well, but if all 10 of your raids were legit good fun raids, if 30% of the time you were whiffing, you're still on a pretty decent roll. But if 30% of the time you're whiffing and 70% of the time Tarkov's ramming its fist up your butt, you're just like, all day is pain. And that's yep. been like five days in a row of all day is pain. Oh, and then layered on top of that, all of the quests I've been doing are on the maps I enjoy playing the least, which is reserve and interchange. Like I'm trying to do long line, which is just kill 30 PMCs and interchange and trying to find Killa, who's like super toxic to find and kill. And so yeah. like, and, and the, like the audio is just so bad on interchange, bro. It's oh yeah. I've been so playing almost light exclusively lighthouse. So the audio hasn't been much except for the two indoor fights. Yeah. But like, oh yeah. So it's just been brutal. Like, uh, like the other day I was playing and we, uh, like I've been getting the invisible player bug constantly with the duo. And once again, we, I don't know how much it, you know, affects. I don't know if I'm invisible to Trey, if I'm invisible to everybody else or if Trey's invisible to everybody else. Like, I don't know. We haven't, but it's been super freaking annoying. Um, I was playing with Valiant. We had the invisible player thing. It was night interchange, and we spawned all the way back at railway. Okay, like not Emercon. We spawned all the way back at railway. And so then we ran down the train tracks, and we proned in the bushes, and we both alt hit forward. And the actual nanosecond Valiant reconnected, he got one tapped by a Makarov to the face. And then I, as soon as I reconnected, I got up, and I was like running to try and find this guy, and he was prone, and he hit me in the face. And so we were like super sussed out about that. Like feels like that's a cheater, but I don't know. Then that same guy, because we got the name. Like the next day I was playing with Valiant and Airwing and that same dude was like harassing Valiant, like ran up to us and started voiping at Valiant, like all this Monka stuff. And so then and I died and Valiant died and then Airwing was like chasing him down. And the guy was like, I subbed you on YouTube. And he was like, how the hell do you even know who I am? Like. And the and Airwing was chasing him down, and he was like shooting him in the legs through the mat. He didn't want to kill Airwing. He didn't want somebody else to report him, but he was shooting him in the legs to try and slow him down. And he got out. And then like it's been a bunch of like the spawns on reserve and the spawns on streets, uh, and are just like so just atrocious. Me and Trey were playing on streets today. We spawned in and we jumped out a window down the road, and Trey just falls over dead. Not, seven seconds into the raid. And so it's like, that's not like a bug. That's just like the spawns suck. And if you get a bad spawn and somebody else gets a bad spawn and the bad guy knows the bad spawns better than you because I haven't played a whole lot of streets, he just pops out the window, looks left with his voodoo and goes boop and then raid over. You know what I mean? Like no audio, insanity. Me and dude, uh, me and Trey had a raid where it was the invisible player bug. He couldn't see me. So we both alt have forward. And we both, it said reconnect and we reconnected and it said, you know, loading loot, synchronizing with other players, all the things. It flashes black. You see the little like beta version in the bottom left hand corner and the raid code, but it's a black screen and it was stuck there. 
So we both alted for it again and we came back to our stash and we assumed that we had both died, that somebody had just like found us and killed us. Right. And, but then somebody in chat was like, yo, that same thing happened to me and my buddy, but he alted forward. I stayed in the raid and he said that same thing happened. He said it flashed black. I saw the raid code in the bottom. And so I alted forward again and I got back to my stash. But the, the friend that stayed in the raid was like, I can see your body. You're still in the game. But the other guy was back at his stash. And the guy said he couldn't, sh he couldn't uh, loot his friend or shoot him. He was just laying there as an entity. And so he was like, I was like, bro, do you have a video of that? Like, because if so, then maybe that can be helpful. And if not, I don't, I don't know. So he said he was going to send me a video. But it's just like, it was just everything, dude. Like, Dude, what does it look? What does it look like if you're invisible? To, like, like let's say you're looking at a guy running and you're gonna shoot him, yeah. but you like don't shoot him, and then your invisible teammate like kills them. Does the guy just fall over dead? Does he like? Do you see blood splatters? So, like from all the clips I've seen, if you died to somebody that was invisible, you he hear and see nothing. Like it's when, happened to me. That's happened to me exactly yeah. one time. Yeah. Ever. So there's no there's no audio. Like when when I was invisible to Trey. He can't hear my footsteps. He can't, uh, he can't say anything. Oh, and then a separate time we load in. Neither one of us are invisible. Okay. He sees me. We go labs. This was our only way of coping today. We ended with labs. Nothing. We took off our red rebels, everything out of the secure container. All we went in with was a balaclava and headphones. Right. And he finds a Makarov and, uh, a penis helmet and he's like I'll take the gun you take the helmet and he drops the helmet and I pick it up and put it on but he doesn't see it on me and so I drop it again and I dropped it for him and he could see it but then I put it back on and he can't see it on me and so we were like oh that's funny so then we end up dropping somebody he drops a Giga Chad with the Makarov and then we loot that guy and then we kill like eight raiders and the whole I ended up with a gazelle a, a blackjack backpack full of loot, a U-lock, headphones, and two guns. And to Trey, I was still a hatchling with a balaclava. That was all he saw on me. Yeah, so, I mean, that, like, it, it all screams some mega version of love desync. Yeah. But, like, imagine that. Imagine, so, for sure, desync. But, like, a, a, it, this all makes me think of there's so many cheaters in Tarkov. Imagine a hatchling walks up to you and you die to a gun. You're going to yeah. think that's cheating. You know what I mean? Like to Trey, so, I was still a hatchling. Now, I don't know if to other people on the map, I was still a hatchling or not, but it's impossible to test these things. It's impossible to get any sort of science right around the, these things because they're not repeatable. So, I mean, the fact that I have played like 60 hours since this was a thing. Yeah. And I've died one time. Yeah. To what I can attribute as the invisible bug. Like literally all of a sudden I was like, oh, 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 and I just yeah. fell over dead. Um, and yet everybody is constantly saying they're sick of it. They're sick of it. Their teammates are always invisible. Yeah. And the fact that I like statistically, my assumption, like my, yeah. my gut is telling me that the people, so many of the people that are saying they're dying to invisible people are dying to people they never saw. But it was Tarkov yeah. being Tarkov, and it wasn't invisible people. I, I would probably it, it, agree with that. And, and I think I think it manifests most commonly within a team. Yeah, because I I actually came across three guys in Shoreline, um, 
yesterday and uh, the guy was like one of the guys was voicing like oh I'm, you know i'm new i'm a timmy uh i you know i need to salewa you know whatever yeah. are we gonna have to fight and then i was talking to him for a while and he was like wait veritas is that you like, <laughs> recognize my voice yeah. so then the three of them were cool and we were homies for a while but one of them was invisible to the other two to the other two he but was, you could was, see all three but he was visible to me yeah. yeah um the other guy like i would grab the shit off of i would like grab the the loot from the dude yeah who was invisible to them because actually two of the guys ended up two of the three died to a guy just came up and, and yeah. gunned them all down um but then i would like pick up the loot throw it on the ground they couldn't see the loot yeah. um so but like one of the guys that was invisible wasn't invisible to me and he clearly wasn't invisible to the guy who, that killed him yeah so i think it's i would probably agree with that i would probably say that because you remember the verbiage when they said that they fixed the invisible bug the verbiage that they used was we fixed it was something along the lines of we fixed the main cause of the invisibility player bug we are working to make sure the issue is completely closed and so as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, it's not fixed, but, and so it would not surprise me at all if 99% of cases right now, it is something to do with it's how it's teaming people up and yeah. the grouping system. But because you'd never know that, then that psychology trickles down into, I died to a guy I didn't know was there, or I died to like a random nade, or I died to something, and it's the invisibility bug, the invisibility bug, the invisibility bug, right? So I would definitely, I would probably say that, but even if that's true, it's still a really annoying bug because- Oh, for if, sure, for sure. Because it, and, and that's, that's still, I don't know what you were saying, it wasn't, but because if you're teaming, all team dynamics go because I got so fed up at one point. At least that, you can't TK them though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the one benefit. Well, the one can I could kill Trey. Trey just couldn't kill me. But like, oh, um, true, true, yeah. But like, it just got to the point where it happened so many times today. I was just like, I, I don't want to alt F four. I was literally like, at that point, we talk about it all the time. I'm like, I just want to play yeah. the damn game. Like, just, just go. Just trust that you don't have to worry about me, and let's go. And because I was the invisible one, I was able to do that. But the whole raid, he was like, where are you? Where are you? And I'm like right next to him, right? So it's like any team play goes out the window. So it's just another thing that like 30% of your raids, if you're with a duo or more, one of you guys is invisible. Everybody has a different song and dance over who's supposed to alt F4. Some people say the invisible person is supposed to alt F4. Some people say the person who can't see the teammate is supposed to alt F4. Then we had these weird bugs where it's not letting us reconnect when we alt F4. And I'm just like, let me play the game. And then two hours in, you get a good raid and I whiff. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> like I'm just yeah, so, man. oh, I'm, it's brutal. But like, but I oh, actually dude, I would to... agree with that because still to this day, I have not died a single time to a person I couldn't hear or see. Yeah. I haven't died to it. But me and my teammates, constantly, constantly. I, so there's like two things I'm, I'm curious about. One, I want to see what happens when the invisible person kills Someone. a player that yeah. you're looking at. Yeah. Because you can't hear the gunshots. Like, I want to know, do you yeah. see the guy oh, like being yeah. punched? Or does he just fall? Like, do you see the blood? Like, which parts are client side? Which parts yeah, are... for sure. Um, And then the other thing I want to do is... like, And I wish I had done this with the, the, the team that I met up with yesterday. Have the guy who's invisible... So, sorry, have the guy who can't see his friend 
I'll tell him how to line up the gun with his like kneecap yeah, and be yeah. like, shoot and see if it, if he hits him yeah. and if he takes damage, like I had, yeah. I was playing Ray with Desmond and Desmond couldn't see me, which by the way, this is another thing. I don't, uh, this is another thing that's probably helpful information to somebody. I've never, ever not been able to see my teammate. It's exclusively the other way around. I am only ever the one that's invisible. Interesting. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's hardware. I don't know if it's like Windows. Is one of you a USEC and one of you a bear? Or, no, uh, I, pl or like... I play with a tons of both. But I literally 100% of the time that the bug happens, I am the one that's invisible. Yeah. yeah. I, I recently think about who invites who and or... Yeah. Um, streamer mode is also another variable. I don't have streamer, not that many people yeah. with streamer mode. I don't have streamer mode on, and most of the people I play with don't. Actually, nobody that I play with recently has it on. Um, I for, uh, very recently, because of a different sound issue I had, reinstalled the game and checked the integrity of everything. Uh, it could be invite. It it would be it would be a crazy coincidence because we very we were always trading invites. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't. Know. It could have just. It could be that like always when I invite or always when I get invited, that's how it ends up happening. But boy, is it annoying, bro. And so, and there's been, and, and actually, the more we talk about it, the more I think it is around their something with their grouping system because I've been having a lot of grouped related bugs. So the invisibility thing is almost always happening at the beginning of a raid. Like I said, the weird desync with like Trey couldn't see my gear. He could see me, but he couldn't see my gear. And then I've been having bugs like this again recently where me, Velian, and Bay were loading into labs. And me and Velian, we grouped up together. We hit start. It took us all into the queue. Me and Velian are deploying. And Jay goes, I'm loading loot. And Jay deploys into a different raid. Different raid code. He just, he just ends up in a different raid. Even though all three of us were in a group and deployed together. So we know that they've been working on a new grouping system. And all of these group-related bugs have been happening. So maybe it's related somehow. Oh but Jay God. just was like, I'm in a solo raid. And it wasn't even he deployed to a different place in the same raid. He was getting into fights. We were on labs, so it was a small enough map that we'd know if he was in the same raid. Yeah. And he wasn't. Damn. That, yeah, I mean, like... Seems like it's really fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, I think, so, wait, ugh. I'm trying to remember if I experienced it at all. I don't know why I feel like I did. No. I think one time a viewer wanted to give me a kit. Oh, and yeah. They were invisible to me. And that was it. Um, now, I would imagine that, you know, people were saying you need to like Alt F4. I would imagine that the person who is the in. The person who can't see their friend yeah. is the one that needs to alt F4 because you, it's almost like you're not going to see the person pop up in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, maybe. Oh, which reminds maybe you me. Would. I've seen, I saw a clip Trey sent me of Logical Solutions playing Shoreline and um, he was in the east wing of the resort. So first floor, east wing. He swings a corner, checks the area, moves into a room, kills a scav, moves out to that same room, is looking down a hall, and he hears 
uh, footsteps like a like like a dude got dropped behind him, and he turns around and there's a PMC, like appeared. But the guy didn't like the the guy. They they traded shots at each other. It wasn't like the dude teleported. It was like he spawned in. That was super weird. And I saw that clip. Like the dude was like, logical was like, uh, I don't know. That's weird. Um, I've had we've had tons of bugs where like, for a second I thought it was really broken. But like if I if Velian dies and I bring him his his kit, everything I drop from my character gets duped. And there's two of them. Now, when you interact with one of them, it makes the other one uninteractable. But, like, I dropped a killer armor and two came out. I dropped a helmet, two came out. I dropped his gun, two came out. All of his mags, that came out double. And even I'll pick one up and drop it and it'll dupe again. But then as soon as he picks up his kit, it's like there's a pile of loot here that none of us can interact with. So we just leave it. It's like so many things, bro. Ugh. Yeah, I had two. I had two only two shitty raids today actually in like eight hours um so which which was surprising because i have i've had a ton of bullshit on lighthouse and today i was just trying to get all the lighthouse stuff just yeah. out of the way yeah uh, and i still need a few more pmc uh you you set kills but um one of the ones i made it all the way into that like main rogue building the one on the left the first one you yep, hit yep um killed a couple of scavs and stuff in there and then i look over and on like the barrels you know where there's like that toolbox in there yep there's a tank battery oh my god and i was like oh, it's the only one i've seen in like a year and a half yeah grab it pop the mule pop Huge. like all the stims go all the way down to northern checkpoint and it, it was the first raid this entire wipe where i didn't have northern checkpoint. yeah 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 so i'm like fuck i turn around and go back and i make it 30 feet down the road and i get one tapped by yep. a dude with like a Mosin or something. So I was I was pretty fucking salty at that. Yeah. Um and then another one that uh apparently like it, you know, there's a Reddit post about that's going viral because Reddit's a bunch of fucking <laughs> incel clowns. Um yep. where I was so fucking looking forward um so looking forward to this engagement where I was coming over uh, the bridge near the raider camp. Mm -hmm. um, actually, no, I wasn't coming over the bridge. I was on the raider camp side of that little bridge, and I turn left, and I see five juiced PMCs running at me. And I had an MDR with, I don't know if it was a Voodoo or the Razor yeah. or, or whatever. And it's like <gasps> instantly hit record, went to like immersion. I'm like, this is going to be fucking. And I like popped a few rounds at the guy and the recoil is just so dog shit. Yeah. I, I, so I had two 60 rounders. Yeah. Um, With like a mix of 856A1 and 995. Like the one time I take out the 60 rounders with like the good shit. Yeah. But there's so much fucking recoil. Then I end up surviving the initial onslaught where they all kind of scatter. Yeah. Um, I make it all the way around. I flank over. I kill one dude. Um, I'm like behind a hill, and then I'm like, I want to jump up on the little ledge. I can't move forward. It would make so much noise. And then all of a sudden, I hear a scav yell, and I'm like, okay, there's going to be scav shot in three, two. All of a sudden, you hear boom, 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 boom. I jump up on the thing. I look, and there's a dude with his back turned to me. I'm like, ah, I, oh yeah. I spray, and it's like impossible to fucking hit the guy. And the thing is, I start off with five, five, six, going blink, 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 and it's like with the movement on the rock and everything yeah. it's like 
you one tapping unless you have a 308 it yeah. just feels so bad with 556 five, yeah. unless they're standing still unless they're so completely instead I just, motionless yeah unless I, I just basically held down mouse one um i ended up killing one dude and it was like 40 rounds it took me to fucking kill that guy yeah um, also because it was completely black in the scope i li i killed the guy and you never even saw him in the scope it was just oh, i was yeah. aiming i was Oosh, aiming properly yeah um and then uh there was another guy i ended up basically killing two or three of them and then all of a sudden a dude with a pistol rolls up on me and i'm like pointing my gun at him and he's like pop 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 with the glock and it was so loud and the muzzle flash and everything i couldn't tell that my gun i was out of ammo so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pointing at him i've done that I'm shooting, so many times and i was out of ammo i'm like fuck so i was just i was super salty because i'm like that was such a missed opportunity for an epic story. Like yeah. the 1v5 where I could actually... Yeah. And I was salty about the fucking recoil because if, yeah. if the recoil wasn't so busted... Yeah. Well, then I easily would have been able to 1v5 these guys. I wouldn't have had to go through 60, 80 or, rounds to kill yeah. two of them. Or at least died in a, like, BA way where it was like yeah. an engagement and one guy flanks and then you die and you go, oh, GG's guys. But, yeah... Especially with like the camera recoil and that weird FOV and like the you can't see through your own scope and you're just like what's happening, dude. An another another thing like uh, and this is so like anecdotal. I, I don't think that they like buffed the scavs, but like it's the it's the if you play enough Tarkov you get the dice roll where like there were like two or three days where just the scavs seemed insane like. And, and what you were saying, what you just said, like missed opportunity for a cool story. I was solo reserve because I was like waiting for somebody to, I was waiting for a buddy to hop in and I was trying to like kill scavs and the bunkers and all those like ridiculous things. And I spawn in and I'm running to the thing. And then all of a sudden it's like three grenades and red tracers fly at me. And I was like, oh, Gluhar. So I like, I run down and I like, I peek up and I can't find him. I peek up another way. I'm just like the underground under hermetic. I'm just all over coming up all the different doors and I can't see him. And I like peek my head out and it's like, what on? And then the onslaught comes again. And I'm like, okay, okay, how do I do this? Like, how do I make this happen? And on some level, I think the bosses are busted, but on some level, it was engaging a part of my brain that the game should, where I was like, how do I fix this puzzle? How do I finish this? How do I get close enough to them without exposing? So I go down, I come up a crazy way, I go wide left, I go to the other night, and then I kind of bounce around to the other train station, and now I'm back by RBST. I go all the way around, and I'm by that RBST long building, and I'm walking up the side of it, and little did I know, Gluhar and his minions moved from the night building into there. So through the wall, I hear Gluhar's taunts, and, and I was like, oh, chat, they're here, they're close, they're close. And then from 50 meters away, on my left shoulder, just on those hills... I hear, what on Suka? And a Saiga 9 with PST, he shoots oh. one singular bullet and it hits my ear and I fall over dead. After I spent 10 minutes repositioning on Gluhar. Yep. And I was like, and that those are the moments where I was like, I don't care what you think about. Like, the scavs are supposed to be hard and they're supposed to, like, that robbed me of the experience. Of even giving me the experience to, like, die to Gluhar, right? You know what I mean? I had made this whole thing and it's like, you can't. Dude, what, what do you expect standing out in the open, bro? Yeah, you can't. You know were just standing up straight out in the open, where every enemy is all the time. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. And then I was molding about that, and Seal came on, and like me and Seal hopped into a customs ride, and I was like, as long as I don't die to a scav, I'm chill. And we're up, and 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 the same thing. 
30 meters, 30 to 45 meters away, a scav one tapped seal. Seal was in midair behind three bushes. Like I have a clip of me standing where seal died. Three feet in front of seal is bushes. And then on the other side of that bush was a bush. And then on the other side of that bush, 20 meters away was the scav. So the scav tracked him through the bushes and seal was in midair jumping behind cover. And he got one tap to the head. And I was just like, so it's like, I'm not saying that they turned up the scavs. We just got unlucky multiple raids in a row. But it's just yeah. like, how many different things? Like, if oh, if 14 different super awful things happen 10% of the time, then that means 90% of your raids suck dick. You know what I mean? Because you're just, you're, yeah, it, it all like, and that's, well, I don't die to scavs that often. It's not as bad as it used to be. I don't die to cheaters that often. It's not as bad as it used to be. I don't die to the audio that often. It's not as bad as it used to be. I don't die to desync. It's, it's, it doesn't matter if it's not that often. There's 14 things. So one of them, it, like the, we flip the statistic now. It's like, it's only a 10% chance that any one of them is going to happen, but it's an 80% chance that one of them is going to happen. And then I just get so frustrated. And then. I'm, and then I've just been with me Houston all day with the, with the raids that feel good. And so it's just like, I'm dying, bro. I'm dying out here. Dude, Veritas. I know. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Veritas. What? Oh God. Damn. Wait for the, 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 the wet. All you need is the Reddit posts and, yeah. uh, and we will, will have fully switched roles. <sighs> but I mean, I, I feel you, man. Like I, I, I don't know why the last couple of days felt yeah all right i i like i genuinely don't know why um I, I if it's like lucky or if it was so funny because like my my like unstated gut was like i wonder if they did a band wave like yeah. suddenly it feels really good now part of it is the time of day today i started streaming For at sure. nine eight eight or nine a.m and i and the other day that i had good raids i went six hours before dying yeah and then 3 p.m hits and all of a sudden i die six times per hour yeah you know um so time of day is massive um but uh but yeah i was like i wonder and then and then someone came into chat and was like is it just me or are like cheaters like 10 times more than they were two days ago and i'm like what yeah like what universe am i in and then so anecdotal bro and then the next day, or uh, like two hours later, someone else is like, "There, there must have been a band wave because it seems like there's like less cheaters." And it's like, I mean, dude, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but I, I feel, I feel for you, dude. I hope, I hope it fucking. <clears throat> and I think know, turn, that's why, around. like, it's why we all end up playing maps we're the most comfortable with because we like, you know, it's why I play 90% of my raids are woods and customs because like it gets to a point where it's like, well, I, I can work around all the shenanigans the most on these maps because like you're just subconsciously the most comfortable with where the scavs spawn. You're the most comfortable with like how jank the audio is. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's yeah. just so sad because like, that's why I feel like part of the reason why I've been having such a bad time is because I've been trying to clean up all my reserve and interchange quests. And once I get Kappa, I never play those maps, even though I like, I know them. I know how to traverse both the maps. I know how to get from A to B. I know where all the stores are. But it's like maybe I'm not quite as familiar with exactly where every spawn is for this for the scavs. And so I get caught off guard by know, these scuffed reserve. scavs. 
Reserve is, is Reserve has is been fucked. scuffed, dude. Reserve feels like labs used to with all the cheaters. Like Reserve, oh. I feel like I die eighty percent of the time to like sus. I died a bunch today, and there was only only one. Actually, no, I didn't have any sus deaths today. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like on on Reserve, I feel like most of my most of my engagements are fucking sketch. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I hate reserve, dude. And I'm starting to like really hate interchange, even though it could. It's it's my favorite map. That's also my least favorite map. The, yeah, I, and part of it is the audio. The thing with reserve is you can kind of get away with not the audio being super scuffed because you can just play up on top and away from the pawn building. Unless your quests are all underground. Yeah, as soon as I sure. go underground, everything gets fucked. But interchange, you can't. You can't yeah. play away from the audio, right? Like, Longline has literally killed 30 PMCs in the mall. I can't even get spawn kills. I can't get kills of power. They have to be in the mall. And if you're in the mall, there is no part of the mall that isn't three stories. There is no part of the mall that doesn't have a floor above you and a floor below you. And so the audio is just, like, uh, just gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you just you just can't hear anything. I was, like, Airwing was at Tech Light, and I was in the basement. And I was, like, taunt. And he says, and I hear, it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's you. I thought somebody was, I thought somebody was either on my floor in the basement or directly above me, but you're two floors above me and it was just you, LOL, ha 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 ha. I guess Dude, I just have to roll the dice with killer audio. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? That's what's so fucked. And I actually have a really good, uh, I had two, was it yesterday or the day before, two like, uh, I feel like quintessential different examples of different situations um one of them was someone i would bet money was a cheater yeah. and then the other was someone that the whole situation felt scuffed or sus or whatever and then ended up being able to get completely to the bottom of it and mm. it like totally makes sense uh and i'll have to show you after this i'll show you the yeah. clips i'm talking about but the thing is is that without without spatial audio without binaural or hrtf there is no difference between yeah. above, below, in front, behind, in front, above, in front, below, in front. I mean, like, literally, there's an entire plane that is indistinguishable. Yeah. So I'm in on Lighthouse uh, uh, on, like, the USEC, the big USEC, like, sh chalet, whatever the okay, hell. Yeah. And I'm on the deck outside like in the corner and i hear a dude running around the building and i'm like holding the stair a, a little wooden like deck staircase um i actually didn't know exactly i thought that the staircase just went down to like the sidewalk yeah but it, it, it didn't um so, but so i hear the guy run and then he runs kind of like i'm on the far side so i can't see him he's running along like the bottom yeah. of the deck takes a left and i'm literally just kind of following it he runs over you hear him jump like run through a bush then you hear him jump up again and now i'm looking towards the like front door of the yep. place and then i hear clunk 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 kind of a little bit to my left so i'm like okay he just ran into like the front door mm -hmm. i'm ex i'm expecting i'm like expecting to see him maybe run towards the front door and i can shoot him and you hear like clunk 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 as he takes a couple steps to the left and all of a sudden Bang, 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 bang. I die to a fucking RFB. And as I'm dying, you hear the guy prone out on my body. 
and you can tell when I'm dying that the shots because I my body kind of falls to the left. You can tell that it's directly behind me. Yeah. And it was like, was there two? Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Because it was literally like under me, in front of me. Bang! I was dead. He's prone on my body. Like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah. I get a message from the guy. Really? Um, he sent me a friend request and was like, did you not hear me at all? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I just walked right up to you and you had your back turned and you didn't even see. I'm like, dog, you need to come to my, I'm like, this is Veritas. Come to my stream. Let me show you. And I was like, what? I really wish that I could see your perspective. And he's like, oh, I have, I have it recorded. Oh, so I got the recording. He ran around exactly where I thought, but instead of going, continuing to go in that direction and then like going in the front door, he looped around, pulled a 180. So directly underneath me uh, and then ran backwards. And the staircase is like this yeah. on the deck. And I was here looking this way. So he, so if I'm right here looking this way, he runs like this <laughs> under me and then does this. Yeah. It all sounds like he's in front, in front, in front, in front, goes up the stairs, up the stairs, in front, and then he's. And because the difference between like five feet and 10 feet, like there's not really a volume difference. Yeah. So it just sounded like he could have been running in place directly underneath me and I wouldn't know. It all sounds yep. exactly the same. But then you watch it side by side and it actually makes sense. Yeah. When you when you understand the precise way in which Tarkov's audio is insufficient because yes. there's no HRTF. And like, when oh. you talk about what you talked about in your video and multiple of your videos, how like our brain is hardwired to fill in the blanks. If somebody is running a very consistent direction, if they 180 and we have no audio cue, our brain is going to be like, he's continuing to run the direction, that direction. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we need the audio cue to change. We need that. HRTF. And I didn't know the map. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a staircase yeah. there. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been holding the staircase because yeah. he couldn't have gotten there from in front. Yeah. So to me, it was like either he was like invisible or he was completely silent or there was two. Everybody was sure that he was an invisible, even though I could hear the gunshots. Yeah. Like, so he definitely wasn't an invisible player. Everybody was sure there was two. And it turns out that everything was exactly like yeah. you would expect. And that's like you the, don't the make worst the case scenario with our current audio is somebody changing direction directly underneath you because you're never going to get that, <laughs> that you know yeah. what I mean? If you can't see them or if they're not making a, a hard right or left, because that's what works, the stereo. If, they take, if they're in front of you and they take a right, you'll hear that if they take a left. But to just 180 directly underneath you, you're never going to perceive that at all. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So... I mean, yeah. Oh, and then and then the, the the cheater one. I spawn in on lighthouse. I spawn on the rocks directly overlooking the USEC chalet. You know how you can just run right back into the in the yeah. And I go up the stairs into the second floor, and then kaboom! I get headshotted in my helmet, and I hear I'm in like the front right room, okay. And like in the back left bedroom, I hear the glass break. <laughs> And I go right against my head. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then another headshot. And I'm like, oh, great. So I run over into the back room, like prone yeah. in the room. And I hear sprinting all around. I hear like the guy jumps up on the roof and he's coming around the back to the exact window you would need to like, there's, I'm looking, I'm holding the doorway, the one doorway, but he, you know, goes outside. Yeah. Then I'm like, fuck. So then I walk around kind of slowly over to the other bedroom and I hear the guy going clink, clink, clink around the metal roof. And then all of a sudden, 
boom, I'm dead. And you see two frames of the guy just soaring, not even soaring through the air, but like falling or jumping yeah. or whatever. Just like the walls here and you just see, bang, and I'm just dead. A double headshot and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, that guy's fucking, and he was a level 58 EOD. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. It's dude. It's uh, it's brutal. It's brutal, and it's like it's just all the. Yeah, it's just all the things. Like it's there's no need to talk about them all again. But it's all the things that like, just make me so frustrating. The lighting or the spawns, like the spawns on reserve are so bad. The lighting on interchange and like how it, um how it like man did you ever you probably didn't because it's a really long video but did you ever watch that video of the like why it's rude to be bad at world of warcraft i never finished it yeah but just like that whole concept of like with given like a long enough time metas will form and then and then something happens socially that like not conforming to the meta is a bad thing i was on interchange which you know the lighting is bad and you know how on interchange like a thing with the lighting is that like sometimes it feels like flashlights make it worse, not better. Like the flashlight is reflecting off the fog, like turning on your high beams on a super foggy day. I had grabbed a gun from my stash of a guy that I killed and I liked the, well, the way it was built and it had some attachments on it that I don't normally run, but I was like, this is kind of cool. So I, I did it and it had a different flashlight, bro. And it had one of the tan, one of the newer just flashlights. You know, there's no lasers, just a, a and, sure fire, I think. Yeah, one of the tan ones. And it was a beam bro it wasn't very wide it was very focused and it was bright it was bright and i immediately it was like i hate this because you can't it, it you turn it on and it's just this your screen goes from all black to all white it doesn't illuminate Nothing. anything and, yeah. and so whatever it is whatever that thing of like uh shining your your uh high beams and foggy weather where it's just like you're just reflecting the fog back into your face dude I was oh, in that's a good that's a good I've never thought about that, but that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, that's what it feels like. We found Killa. And so I'm like, don't mess this up. Find Killa, dude. And the alarm is going and my teammates are trying to come. P uh, PMCs were pushing us from behind and I'm trying to find Killa. And you know the quest on interchange where you're an avocado and you have to plant the contacts in the 6B47? There was a pilot. There was a guy on the pile of junk. And I clear avocado and I turn the flashlight on and now I can't even see avocado. So I turn the flashlight off and there's, I can't see anybody and I die. And I, I, I was, I was so confused. I thought the guy was maybe from Rasmussen shooting across at me. And we watched the clip a hundred times before chat was like, those three pixels move. And I was like freeze framing it, screenshotting it and zooming in and being like, oh, yeah, these three pixels, three frames later are higher. He was prone doing his quest, I'm assuming, which is why he didn't shoot me when I initially entered. He stood up. I got no audio of him standing up. And then I just start see tracers firing. That was the closest I thought. I really thought I died to an invisible player for a second. But yeah. upon further inspection and it was like and the, the, the actual flashlight. So I'm mad on so many levels where I'm like, this sucks. Because the thing that's like, even if your argument is the lighting is supposed to be dark, get good, all the things the game gives you to get good, which are night vision and flashlights, don't work on interchange. So it's like, yeah. you can't even get good. And then people are like, and then people in chat are like, why'd you bring that flashlight? And I'm like, 
because this shouldn't be a conversation. The type of flashlight I bring shouldn't be in. It shouldn't be. And that made me think of that video where it's like, if you use an X400 or a dimmer flashlight, you would have saw him. And I was like, what are you arguing for? Like what universe are we in that? Like you're mad at me because I had the wrong flashlight. That's like, you're condemning the game. Don't get mad at me. You know what I mean? And so it's yeah. just like, I'm losing my mind. You know what I mean? Like you brought the wrong flashlight, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, there's 30 flashlights and only one of them works, man. Clearly it's your fault. Like, don't be upset yeah. with the game being fucking busted. Dude, you want three clicks? Play Valorant or whatever that guy said. Last. CSGO, play CS CSGO. if you want three clicks. Fuck me, dude. I still, I still don't get I still don't yeah. get that in the best way. If you so, want three clicks, go play CSGO. Like, <laughs> so, what the fuck are you talking about? So dude? I was just like, I was like, bro, I am so beaten down. Like I lost Killa. I didn't get to fight the PMC. It just like, I just died. I didn't get the audio of him standing up. But then when we watched the clip back, I could kind of see him standing up. And, and, and so like, man, it's just, it's so many things all aggregating together. And if you can't clutch it up on the raids that feel good, then your just whole experience feels bad. You know what I mean? So, dude, I mean that's just another. It's another. Uh, it's another symptom of this idea that, and I don't know if it's that like people just don't like certain people just don't like certain streamers, or you know the people are constantly hate watching, or if people like lack the fucking social skills to recognize that the whole like you made a mistake or there was a judgment or or whatever yeah. it was you're upset at the outcome i have to point out either that i would have done it differently and better yeah or it's this whole idea that like that nothing is ever nothing is ever the game's fault yeah everything's always exactly what is intended always right like yeah. oh it, you know the the lighting's supposed to be dark on interchange. So I have it on good authority from experts, let's just say, that the that the lighting, like the way that the lighting and the fog and everything it works on interchange is it's literally like you 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 have experience with Photoshop, right? Yeah. You know how there's like the drop down for like blend mode? Yeah. You know, there's like difference screen yep, overlay, yep, yep, yep. all of those things. The like fog and lighting like has settings like that, mm. and they have just the wrong one. Oh shoot! And they have the right one on all the other maps. Because the thing that the thing that gets me about interchange is the night vision. Like the night vision is a very clear example of how something is different specifically about interchange. Yeah, so interchange is a is definitely a like something. Uh, it, there is a special case, although there is issues with all the other maps with lighting, yeah, and fog and stuff. With, but, yeah, um, different parts of those maps, or whatever. Especially when you like look through a scope, and all of a sudden it's like foggy, and then it's clear, and then foggy. Yeah. And it's like a magnified scope. You yeah. can't see the guy on the machine gun on the roof or yeah. whatever. But um, but yeah. So but people are like, oh, well, they, you know, they want it to be dark. They want it to be, and it's like. The people, it's almost like they're like a member of a cult. Yeah. It, it feels like sometimes I'm 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 interacting with cult members who the the leader can't be wrong. Yeah. And they're not even defending. Like these people are are often the same people who are like, 
Nikita just wants the fucking money, blah, blah, blah. Like they're they're those types of people very often yeah. too. So it's not even it's not even Nikita, it's the game being dog shit yeah. is what they want. And it's what anything anything that supports that, you having a bad experience in the game, which talking to Jonathan Blow, we fucking just straight up threw out the window. And now it's not just me saying it, it's yeah. a fucking game design luminary, you yeah, know, yeah. saying it that uh that there's a difference between dog shit frustrating game design and hardcore yeah. frustrating punishing difficult game design. Yeah. And it's um, just one yeah, I agree. I think there's some subconscious and and I think for most people it is subconscious. I think it's for most people that they don't know, but there is something about this like this bug has been in the game for so long that even if we can concede it's a bug you should know by now to do it this way. So even though you, even though ultimately black, black and white, what you did was you interacted with bad game design or a bad bug. There's, there has some subconscious shift has happened where it's, well, it's gotta be your fault. You should know not to, that's why I start to read. You should know not to left hand peek. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you should know not to repeek a raider within 17 yeah, minutes. It's not my fault that their reaction time is is sub one nanosecond. You know what I mean? Like, but you should know not to repeek. You should you should know not mm -hmm. to right uh, left side peak. You should only right side peak. And it's like, man, screw you. You know what I mean? It's just like uh, it, it doesn't matter that I don't know. It just doesn't matter that um, the it's an exploitable thing or it's a learnable mechanic. It's just a bad mechanic. And me and Trey were talking about this today when because uh, we were just we were reflecting back on the like the new player experience when so much of the community are so used to bad game design and bugs that it becomes rude to them that you don't exploit those things the way they do when that's half of the community. If the other half of the community is new, how would you ever bridge that information gap? If you were new, you know what I mean? How would you ever know those things? Because they're so, they're so frustrated. Like, the veterans are so frustrated at you that you even have to state the bug. You should just know to right side peak. You should just know to never repeak a row. The fact that you, as a veteran, are even talking about this is it's just your fault. How, how would a new player, uh, player ever bridge that gap? And Trey was like, Trey was like, oh. And I was like, what, man? And he was like, he read a chat message to me and he was like, he was like, is it normal that it's taking 43 minutes to get into a lighthouse raid? And we all go, you're matching bug. But how the hell would he know? He was like brand new. He was like, it's my second day or whatever he said. And it was just like, and we, I f feel so bad because I'm like, you could have been in two raids by now. It's like, if you're matching for more than four minutes, bro, Alt F4, how would he ever know that dude's trying to play the game? And so it's just like, you're not going to Alt F4 because then you'll lose the 40 minutes of progress you just made yeah, towards yeah, getting exactly, into a raid. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, it's, and you know what the best so part bad. is too is that some of the things you're talking about too are fucking urban legends and bullshit and myths, you know that that yeah. get propagated forever. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, you, oh, you you have Steam audio on? Yeah, that's the reason why this thing is fucked, or that's the reason why this thing is bad. Go to an know, offline whatever. raid and it'll fix your visor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, like all of that shit. Where Sorry, it, it becomes it becomes this fucking like. Oh, you don't know about the magic yeah, yeah, Ouija yeah. board r mythical rain dance summoning um, ritual that you're supposed to do to 
oh, okay, yeah, this is what you have to do. And that's why to... I find it so funny when we get the invisibility bug and I'm like, oh, I'm like, chat, what do we do? And half of the messages are you alt F4 and the other half of the messages are no trainings to alt F4. And I'm like, come on, dude. And then somebody in Trey's chat was like, imagining streaming this game as much as you do and not knowing how to fix that bug. And Trey was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't know how to fix it either. Like, it's just, dude, it's so... It's just yeah, so, man. it's so brutal. Can you? It, w it would all be better if, if people wouldn't just be shitheads and would just yeah. let, would just let us all be frustrated. Yeah, and not have to pretend like they're all fucking. Well, actually, because as I've said many times, most of the time we just need a minute. You know what I mean? I just need a minute. To mauled. Like, I'm not going to spend the rest of the night. But what happens is, if you can't give me the minute, and you come in with some super snarky bullcrap, well, now I don't need a minute. I need 10 minutes, because I need to tell you why you're stupid. You know what I mean? But all, if you had just waited in 30 seconds, I would have gone, ah, whatever, whatever. Let's get into another one, boys. You know what? Dude, exactly. I just need and, and a minute a, to be mad. <laughs> and that's what happened today with the fucking failed 1v5. Like... A huge portion of, of it not going the way I wanted to was the fucking recoil being stupid and busted and broken. Yeah. And then half of it was I didn't pay attention to my ammo yeah. properly. Yeah. I lost track. I lost count. And then so but part of that's like my frustration with the game distracting me from the whatever. And like, so I'm just pissed overall in general. I'm, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm so fucking mad I didn't count my bullets. Yeah. No, I'm mad that that Tarkov, you know, tied my shoes together yeah. and then I decided to run. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have ran. Yeah. But it shouldn't have tied my shoelaces yeah. together. And then I mauled about it for seven minutes. And then I have eight hours of a stream that's good. And then there's a Reddit post that I guarantee you probably has a thousand fucking upvotes. Yeah. About how Veritas malding, you know, and whatever. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I get hundreds of fucking hate watchers and commenters today that I got a ban because of it. Uh, yeah. We just need ugh. a minute. Just give us a minute and then we'll be back. We'll be back, you know? Yeah. And and nobody nobody cares that you that you would have done it better or you would have done it differently because chances are you probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Just because you can think of, a, oh, well, I wouldn't have re-peaked. I would have done this other thing. And, that, and they just assume that would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that there's an infinite number of things you can do in any situation, and there's no way to know what the outcome is. Yeah. Some subset are going to be successful. Yeah. And, and there's a million know, situations. And three three raids ago, I had a 500 IQ moment and wiped a three man, and you're not like, oh, I would have, I would have died there. You know what I mean? You just like, it, it, yeah. No, but the only reason why you succeeded there was because they had the fucking bad recoil and the broken sound, yeah, and you yeah, were invisible. Yeah. They probably couldn't so, hear you, bro. It yeah. wasn't a fair fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you explain, because it's been a long time since I've watched your video on this subject, how does fragmentation work in this game? How does it work, and is that how it's supposed to work? And then Who the I'll, fuck knows okay. how it's supposed to work? And I don't then know I'll, what the I'll intention is. I'll describe to you a situation that happened to me, and you can tell me if this makes sense or not. Yeah, so the I will describe to you the way it m manifests yeah, in-game. in-game. Um, now the, the fact that I told Nikita about this thing like three years ago and, and like multiple times since then, before then, after then, and nothing's happened makes me think that 
I, I have a feeling it's a bug. Yeah. But it's one of those bugs that's like, well, this is just we live we live with this now. Like Yeah. And then they balance around the bug rather than fix the bug. Um so if a bullet has more than whatever the threshold is, I don't remember if it's like it was 20, 20 yeah. 25, something like that. 20 or 25 pen. Yeah. If it if it doesn't have above that, it'll never fragment. Despite, you know, like rip ammo will have a 100% fragmentation yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it actually had a 100% fragmentation chance, then that would mean like every every round would do like 600 damage or something. Like it would be busted. Yeah. Um but Let's say a bullet has a 50%. I'm just making this up. There's a fake bullet that yeah. has 100 pen and a 50% frag chance. Yeah. That means every time you get... And it does... Let's say it does uh, 50 damage. Okay. Every time the bullet hits you, the game rolls the dice. Yep. And if it's heads, it fragments. Tails, it doesn't. And if it fragments, it's going to do 50% more damage. So if it 50% of the time, it does 75. So it'll be 50, yeah. 75, 50, 50, 75, 75, 75, yep. 50, 75, 50, 70, That's it. Okay. That's it. 50% now, more there damage. Are like, there are, the thing is, is that there's like a fragmentation count variable. And, and so if you're going to ask me anything related to the post raid screen, that is fucked. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's broken half the time. Yeah. Don't rely on it for everything. Yeah. Um, no, but because it it wouldn't make sense. So it, the thing about the fragmentation, like if you look at the code and if you look at like the numbers, yeah. you would you would think that that would change. That would make like the damage different. But see, the thing is, is that like at least the last time I tested it, if there was a number of fragments and that was relevant, yeah, you would think that like if it's a 50 damage bullet, that sometimes it would do like somewhere between 50 and 75, right? Like, oh, yeah. it fragmented. There was three fragments versus two or like, or the fragment would go through your arm and one fragment would hit your other arm. One would hit your chest or it's like never, it's almost never, I've never witnessed that. Yeah. It's always been, you take 50 or you take 75. Yeah. Now with the damage overflow, all I know is that after when I pointed out to Nikita, and he f was like, oh, that's unintended. The whole like blacked out arm yeah. damage or the blacked out damage modifier stuff that they then changed, but they fixed it 80%. And it's still broken in 20% of the cases. Yeah. So it's like it's not doing what it's intended, except it is sometimes. And when it isn't, it's doing this other unintended, undefined thing. I just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. I'm not updating the calculators in Battle Buddy. Like I've given up. Yeah. It's nonsense to me. Yeah. No, I get you. Because, and the reason why is because, like, yeah. And I know the post-raid screen is is so often so busted and so, like, there's not a whole, like, it's hard to discern, especially if you're a newer player and you haven't had these conversations a thousand times, what information you should be retaining from those post-raid screens. But I, what manifested itself, because chat was convinced, or at least a portion of chat was convinced that, like, what happens when a round fragments is it fragments into five to seven pieces and those pieces play pinball inside of your body and it can just like wreck your life. You know what I mean? And I was like, no, it's pretty much just like it does 50% more damage or it doesn't do 50% more damage because I was, me and Trey were playing and I was scoped on a scav and then I heard someone prone behind me just like full auto 
and I got hit once. And so my leg went black. And so like I've slowed it down. My leg went black and my whole body went deep, deep, dark red. Mm-hmm. And then I got hit a second time and I died. And I wasn't, I, I'm not, what I think happened is that my game wasn't registering the additional shots on me because I could hear him full autoing. And I just went, oh, dead. I got hit once. I wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like I, I hit a guy once and my whole body lit up deep, deep red. And then mm-hmm. the post raid screen, and it was leg, the post raid screen said, that I only got shot once with five, six, a one in the leg and every limb, every other limb said collateral from right leg parentheses seven M eight, five, six, a one. And I didn't, I was like, what does that mean? My understanding of collateral, and I hate that they worded it this way, because yeah. collateral in every other fucking first-person shooter is you get like a two-for-one where exactly. you hit like two headshots. It hits my leg which, and it collaterals my other leg if it, you know, if it went sideways. Like well, Tarkov's the only game where collateraling legs. Yeah. Like because in every other game, you, you your body is one fucking one box. entity. Yeah. Um, there's not like different legs, so it's always like. It went through you and hit another guy. Yeah, you get a you get a collat. It's you snipe uh, two shots, one kill. Basically, yeah. one shot, um, two kills. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> one one shot, two kills. Sorry. Um. So, but the collateral damage, uh, for the limbs, I am eighty five percent sure, and it's only because. It's been like a year since I've tested this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. at any point they could have changed anything. Sure. So I'm not going to say objectively, um, but this is the way it was forever. And I tested it a million times. Collateral is the overflow. So you would see overflow yeah. in all of your body in limbs evenly. Yeah. Which it says, which you describe is what happened. Now, what, what bullet hit you? Actually, wait, I have the clip. Five, six, a one. Eight five six A one. Okay, uh, and so let me see. It, it was just weird how it manifested, and that's ultimately what I came to was he probably hit me more than the amount of times the post raid screen is telling me he hit me, and he probably hit me more times than my character told me when I was in the raid that there was some sort of hit registration thing because I could hear him going full auto. But I only, it, my character felt like he only took two shots. It was like, boom, and then the second shot killed me. But I lit up like a Christmas tree. So I was like, I was like, the most likely thing is he was lasering me in the legs, which I have no idea why with 5-6-A-1, but whatever. And he was probably just kept hitting me. And it was probably I well, the one shot blacked out the leg, hit me seven more times, and those seven shots counted as overflow damage, and I died. And that just didn't... It, that wasn't what the game showed me, but I was like, that's probably what happened, is he just laser yep. me in my leg. Yeah, yeah, the fact that it said, because I mean, like, there's literally no way that it's it's fucking impossible that uh, the bullet the the bullet would fragment. Yeah, and then it, every bullet would perfectly hit every exactly. other. Exactly, that's you know, chat was like, it's fragmentation. Stop being mad about this. And I'm like, there's no shot, bro. Like, that's not how fragmentation works. Like, and and it's like 
and it, we're not really splitting hairs here. Like, this is kind of important to understand how you died. The overflow damage killed me there. It wasn't fragmentation. It wasn't M856A1 splitting into six different bullets and then those things ping-ponging around my whole body. It was he, like the, there was probably some sort of bug here with hit registration. I was getting shot more than the game was telling me I was getting shot. From his perspective, I would have loved to grab his clip. He was probably prone. He probably saw my leg and just went, and I died because of that. It wasn't like, but this miss, this fragmentation is just a catch all where like if the post rate screen stats seem weird, it was just probably fragmentation, dude, move on. And it's like, I don't think that that's how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, this is once again, just more about how like, a, how bugs and bad game design leads to like a, a toxic community. Yeah. Um, yeah, all, all of all of fragmentation is is basically a crit. You yeah. don't even need to like contrary to what it says in the code, you can just treat a frag there's one bullet. Nothing happens with the bullet. So the way you should yeah. think about it is more like an expansion. Like a hollow point expands. Yeah. It's almost like that whereas which is ironic because it's only like Typically, like hollow points are in real life are like the low penetrating yeah, high yeah, damage yeah. rounds, but that doesn't work in Tarkov. It's like none of it makes any sense, but people have a mixture of misunderstanding bad information they've been given from content creators, videos, and Reddit, yep. and then misleading information in the game that confirms everything. They don't yeah. think twice about it and they say, Oh no, it all makes sense. It's just complicated. You wouldn't, you know, you you don't get it. Um yeah, and ultimately, so, that's the most frustrating thing is that, like, you know, the way to fix it is if the game just gave you accurate information. You know what I mean? Like, if the game explained the mechanics and then gave accurate information, like, it's not even you can't even get the, you can't even get mad at streamers that have missed like miss or old information. Like, if the game just freaking told you, then no, but the game can't tell you because it's inscrutable. Like, I don't know if I've ever shown you. I, I'm literally pulling this up as we speak right now. I am going to send you uh, a screenshot of the snippet of code. Okay. Um, that let me the ballistics engine. The snippet of code that is what determines when you have a bullet hits armor. How much of the durability is going to get taken oh, off of the yeah. armor? I'm going to screenshot you the snippet of code and obviously like I can't say I'm not yeah. going to say any of the details around like what the formulas are yeah. but once I send this to you you will see why they can't explain any of these mechanics and give me a minute Xcode's taking forever to open up why they can't explain any of these mechanics yeah because like if you have an algebra formula yeah with 14 variables yeah i was uh, half of which they do not give you yeah i was uh i, I was going down this rabbit hole because i was making a video on some of the armors because some of the armors got buffed and i was making a video on it um and i went to and i was like refreshing my memory on how all the armor and stuff worked and then i went to the wiki and i was like and i just found this sentence to be hilarious because none of this information is given to the player 
And it was like, the durability taken from bullets is based on the penetration value of the ammo and the armor level of the maximum armor multiplied by the armor's armor damage percentage and the armor material's destructibility percentage. And I just like read that sentence and I laughed because I was just like, and none yeah, of and, those things are shown to the player. <laughs> I yep. was like, okay. And what, they, and what they don't tell you is that all of those numbers that they gave you, half of which they don't give you in the game, yeah. all of the stuff that they, that, that those are then rounded multiplied divided added m rounded yeah. multiplied and clamped between numbers like 1.3 and 0.9 <laughs> and like that's why i sent i sent you the screenshot okay so this is the my oh, the, yeah. my calculate durability damage there's a minimum value and there's a maximum value those two, and I'm, I'm going to like walk you through yeah, this. Yeah, Those yeah. two depend on whether or not the bullet penetrated the armor or not. Yep. So basically you have this range where if it penetrated, there's like this range. If it didn't penetrate, there's this range. Okay. And these are multiple numbers between zero and two. <laughs> so there's a minimum and a maximum. And then the formula involves division multiplication of the pen of the ammo the armor class multiplied by other numbers, then clamped within the range I told you, and then you take that, multiply it by penetration, and then there's the yeah. uh, armor damage of the bullet, and then the destructibility of the armor. All of this is all combined in a magical fucking formula. Mm -hmm. That's why they can't... And that, dude, that's the one of the simplest calculations in the ballistics yep and not only do they not give you so like armor destructibility seems like a value that would be beneficial for the player to know because you could you could kind of fill in the blanks where if like if the range was like zero to ten you you think oh the higher the number the more destructible it is okay so even though these armors are both class five but instead of giving you that they what the game does give you is the armor material which ultra high molecular weight which polyethylene which doesn't tell you anything even though that material is just a stand-in because all that material dictates is how much you pay to repair it and its destructibility so it's like they don't give you the value they give you the fancy completely arbitrary name for the value right like for all intents and purposes aluminum is in tarkov is not anything other than a couple armor of dest destructibility value yeah a couple of floating point numbers yeah and so it's like it's just so funny because it, it, it it's not just that it doesn't give you the relevant information is that it gives you irrelevant information that's supposed to stand in for the relevant information that you would never know yeah so like one more screenshot incoming <laughs> the um now keep Jesus in mind a number, a, a number of the things that you see there are functions so like you see line 76 there, mm -hmm. the resulting durability damage equals calculate durability damage. Yeah. That's the function I showed you before. So that one oh, line is actually like six lines. Yeah. Um, so that is effectively all of the, the logic for 
when a bullet hits. Um, <laughs> like one bullet impact on one surface. Well, actually, this includes this would be armor and the person. Um, yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh, so so keep in mind all of this magic ch- shit. All of these wacky formulas and rounding and multiplying yeah. by all these fractions. And the end result of every encounter is basically do you die in one shot or four shots? <laughs> yeah. So this is why I have been like advocating for so long. I mean, like something like Valorant or even like CSGO or all these other games, they just do it better. Where it's like, imagine you could just use integers. It's like, imagine that the logic was, and this is the way that I would do it, honestly. I would do it this way, and not only would it be easier to understand, but you can actually communicate it in-game and explain it in-game, and the actual resulting time to kill would be exactly the same. Okay. I would make it so that armor is basically like, you can think about it like a shield, where mm-hmm. it takes the damage until it hits zero, and then nothing happens after yeah. that. And then it's all... There's no, like, penetration chance. It's all basically like, can this bullet penetrate that armor? No? Well, then do the full damage to the armor HP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, until it gets to zero. Unless, you know, maybe if it's like a six-pen bullet versus a three uh armor class armor well then it just ignores the armor and goes yeah. right through it um you still literally like at that point now you're you're you have like 100 hp and the bullet does 20 damage yeah it's like it's either gonna take five shots to kill you or if it, it you know like it's so much easier yeah they could just do it simply like that yeah without having all this bullshit and the thing is is that it's not any more realistic it's just difficult yeah to debug to understand like I promise you, I guarantee you, when you look at that, when you look at the code, I guarantee you a QA guy, if they're like, hey, we rebalanced the ammo, go test it. I guarantee the QA guy is gonna shoot somebody and like they died in three shots. Like that could be the 10% frag yeah. that makes it three shots. It could be exactly as intended, normally, no frag. It could be completely broken and bugged, you know, yeah. like PRS used to be. Yeah. But they don't know. Yeah. Nobody, there's no way to, to say this is how many shots you'll die in. Yeah. Because there's RNG and then there's this this magic math. Would that at all also like save system resources and server resources because of how much of that math is being, like I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's like a, really. really an irrelevant amount of math that's if happening. If there's one thing that computers do well, it's fucking algebra math force yeah (laughs) Yeah. like so for example you know how i have um the like ballistic simulation yeah so i can run through a hundred thousand one hundred thousand of these encounters where the time to kill is like anywhere from one to 30 bullets yeah a hundred thousand of them in less than a second on a oh cell phone. Oh my. Okay. So yeah. Like when you do the ballistic simulation where you have like you choose the two guys with the two armor, it's running 10,000 iterations. Really? Like, yeah, instantly. And it uses less than 1% of the CPU. It's trivial. But I, what damn. 
so math is not hard for <laughs> for the computer for the, to do. Yeah. Um it's 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 I'm sure a lot harder to do it's going to be more processing to do like all the ray casting to figure out like and the the, the yeah. ballistics, the trajectories of the bullets and to figure out like the hit registration that I'm sure has a lot more to do with it. But like the actual when the bullet hits, it can run through 10,000 fucking math problems and it'll be it would be trivial. <laughs> By the way, you got a update battle body, battle body, battle bit, battle buddy. I wanted to say battle bit and buddy just for me because I use it so much. Dude, I, at this point I like, I feel bad that the, the, the calculators are just out of date now. Yeah. Like the, the items automatically update because it's yeah. all scripted and yeah. everything like that. Like once a day, it'll, it'll grab new stuff, but the formulas. So, and I've noticed some of like dependent damage values haven't changed from some of these recent changes. So that's funky. I will have to, check that yeah because that shouldn't be the case um but uh but yeah i mean like there's a number of reasons why first of all it's free i taught yeah 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 yeah. uh even though i pay monthly so i I have to pay for my like apple developer license i have to pay monthly for all my server costs um and because i I took like a break from working on it. And during that break, they came out with like three versions of Xcode that were new, th- like two iOS versions that were new. Yeah. Um, a new version of like Mac OS X that I would need to download to get like the proper SDK. And then a bunch of, of my dependencies, like I use um, a Google product called Firebase, um, a bunch of those frameworks updated. And now it's like if I pull the code up, and I run it on my computer, it's like, oh, you have 950 fucking compiler errors because, yeah. like, shit's out of date and you have, like, this mismatched version and it's like, honestly, I just need to spend, like, 3500 to get my new to get a new laptop to update all the software and then start from scratch just to get it running. Yeah. And I totally the- understand that. It seems like a tremendous amount of work and it seems like with, it, with how often Tarkov and changes and stuff like that, it's just, man, it was is far and away the best, the best tool to use. I know. And so, uh, yeah, I love it. I use, yeah, so, I use a lot. Yeah, and the other the other downside, too, is that it's a ton of extra work uh, for the ballistic stuff because, because I actually, it's, it's, so you know how, like, you can put third-party frameworks in your software, mm. like Steam Audio was yeah. a third-party framework. Um, I, my ballistics engine, I built as if it was a third party framework Mm. so that I could compile it into like a binary. So compile it into like, you can kind of think about it like a dot exe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a framework, not source code. So that like, if you decompile the app and deobfuscate it, then you won't be able to see the formulas. It's literally easier to decompile Tarkov and see the math than it is. But because it's not my stuff. Of course. You wanted to do it the right way, yeah. So, and that is an annoying fucking 25-step process that makes it that much more annoying and cumbersome. And basically, I have to learn how to do it a totally different way than I did before because of all the updates. So, it's like I'm just dreading the day 
I get it. I do. I really do. But every day I get a dozen people to come and say, hey, is Battle Buddy up to date? And it's like, I mean, like, I don't know, dude. I try not to think about it, honestly. Yeah, I try. It, it, it feels like, it feels like, like something you've been procrastinating on that you are avoiding, you know, like you got to go to the dentist to, to get a filling or yeah. it's like that. Like, I just, just don't fucking, uh, I don't know if it's up to date. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> like the fact that it has 800,000 downloads, Eight I never monetized it. And then everybody, uh, bro. Yeah. I mean, and maybe there's a time, maybe the time isn't now. Maybe that like, maybe, maybe uh, a year from now or something when we're actually staring down the barrel of like potentially 1.0, you're like, you know what? I'll update it. I'll get it all ready. I'll put some ads in there so that it's worthwhile for you. And there'll be, a, you know what I mean? And it'll be like, yeah, like, and I know as soon as they fucking, as soon as I update the ballistics engine, they're going to make a goddamn change like they did. And yeah. like, that's part of the reason why I didn't do it right away when they fixed the whole like limb blacked out limb yeah. overflow because the problem is that's the other thing too is that like i have to reproduce in order for it to be a useful tool i have to write their bugs into the code yeah i that's... literally had to write in the same law and i have comments in my code because it used to be open source um i actually have comments in my code saying this is a bug Blame BSG for this code that's stupid that I'm writing in here that I don't want to write, but it will it replicates exactly what Tarkov does about how the blacked out damage thing where it's like it's like if not this thing do this when it should be if this thing. And and so I had to reproduce the bugs. So now I have to reverse engineer the the new bug because so yeah. It used to be the issue was when you got hit in a blacked out limb, when you had a bunch of other limbs that were blacked out, the damage that would go to those limbs just goes nowhere. Yeah. And you wouldn't take so, that damage. Yep. So, so the way it should have been was that should be spread to the remaining HP limbs evenly distributed between those limbs and they did that except if one of those if, limbs was close to zero yep because if it's got if it's got one hp and it's supposed to take 50 damage then technically it should take one damage and that 49 should spread to the rest yeah but it doesn't do that so i would have to fucking literally write the bugs into my code yeah. otherwise it's not a useful tool and it was and it won't match and if people test it they'll say this isn't right exactly <sighs> i get it honestly i wouldn't do it either at all at all as a user i'm sad but if i was if i was you i wouldn't do it either that's just so much it's so much and i know you i mean you, you it took a tremendous amount of work to even get out you know you were working on it for forever so yep but I'll always be a battle buddy. I was one of the first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, what kind of brought me to the battle buddy conversation and the, like fragmentation and stuff like that? I was I was doing some videos on. Um, so you know how we talked about oh, we had, we talked about previously one of the changes that they had made was um, something we had asked for, which was three of the armors got their durability buffed. Not their class buffed, but the mm -hmm. the Thor armor, which is a class six, went from fifty five durability to seventy five. The, the green one? No, it's the tan oh, the class six 
armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Redut, the green class five, got its durability buff from 60 to 80. And then the Gen 4 full with the arms and the stomach and everything got buffed from 95 to 110. And I actually made a video that should be coming out tomorrow about like those changes are significant. Like and, and trying to just like because we we try to it's complicated and obviously it's too complicated and you don't don't feel like as a player you have to know those things. But a lot of times we do um you know, we try to over oversimplify the complex so that we can just get by, basically. And I was like, I was like, that's why, you know, a class five armor, you know, a Corund, it has the lowest durability of a class five armor at 45. And a Gen 4 full now has 110. Those are both class five armors. And no matter what ammo you're using, your pen chance, as long as those armors are at 100% durability, are just going to be the same. Yep. But after you get hit, Oh boy, does that durability matter? And if your core end goes from 45 to 25, you're you basically have no armor on, you know what I mean? Like you're screwed. It's and a two-shot shield rather exactly. than a six-shot shield. But if a Gen 4 goes from 110 to 99, you still got armor, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like I was trying so I was I made a video that should be coming out tomorrow trying to like elaborate on that and show that like hey, these heavier armors might be worth it now and it might actually increase the time to kill and but have some negatives they've got the movement speed they're heavier and but they might actually protect you well today today's the eighth right yesterday they did another pass and they buffed the the samurai armor you know that one the full i haven't worn that in a hundred ever yeah i think i've worn twice ever yeah so they buffed that which is class five from a hundred to a hundred and twenty they they buffed the uh the Thor again. So the tan class six went from fifty-five to seventy-five, and then yesterday it went from seventy-five to ninety. And then they buffed the Zabralo from eighty-five to one twenty. So the Zabralo has the most durability of any armor in the game, tied with the samurai now. 120 is the highest that number goes. And it's class six. And it covers your arms and your stomach. So, like, it's fried in a good way because it's heavy as junk and it has the most egregious turn speed modifiers, even though those were halved because it was halved across the board, it still has the worst. Does that make sense? 120 durability class six armor, bro. Dude, and, and see, like, the, my first gut was like, yo, take that into factory with an Alton. And then I remembered the one factory raid I did yesterday. Yeah. You're where I was get. fully fucking kitted, and I was actually trying to do silent caliber. Yeah, I was like, I'll take in the flechette and whatever, and I see a naked dude, and I go pop, 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 and hit him with flechette like half of the spray and like yeah. his arms, and and he was really fucked up, and then he turns the corner and kablow! I had seven HP. Yep, left. yep, one KS to the knee, yep. and I have seven HP left, and, and now... I'm fully geared, and all my armor is a hundred percent. And he get and, and he and he killed me. Yep, he, he killed me because we both kind of ran through the door at the same time, and I got barrel stuff with the suppressor, and he just kablow right in the fucking legs. And it's like player scavs can spawn with KSs now. I just sold both my KSs actually to mechanic. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of the problem, dude. I need to be a part of the solution. Yeah, you need to be the, the maybe the, the change, change you want to be in the, in the world. world. Yeah. But yeah, but so like 
what's funny is that like the Zabralo would be cheeks for factory because of that exact reason. But like on customs, like on a on a smaller, like a mid-size map, you know really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like that's gonna be insane. Like the and the thing assuming in, that nobody just sees you when you're running when yeah. you back to them. And then you just get one tap to, yeah. to the, like the M80, the back of the head. For sure. You know, like. Yeah, you're still in. Uh, yeah, you can get one tap to the face or if you're not wearing a good helmet with that. You know what I mean? You can get one tap to the back of the head. There's no way I won't wear a face shield. Exactly. If, I'm wear that, if you're investing in that, shield. you have to go big. But uh, it's pretty cool because it's it feels like a it, it and it should have some detractors. It should be heavy. And it should cost a lot to repair. Like, I don't mind that those things are part of that armor because, but it should provide enough value to make that a valuable exchange. Even if it's not personally your preference, I hate Altons. I hate Altons. I hate wearing them. I will vendor them so fast. But I've never once truly, even though I meme on the Alton, doubted that the Alton has value. It's not my personal preference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I want the heavy armors to be. Whether I decide that they fit in my play style or not, I want them to at least have value and like be worth the price investment for certain types mm. of people. And so now I feel like the Zabralo and some of these heavier armors do because, because really what you're buying would because of blunt damage, like you could have, you could have, it, it feels like you could have level 100 armor on. You're going to die in five chest shots. Like in all the testing I've done, like when I, I took some uh, some of my mods into offline raids and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, uh, so I used, I had the class six and I had like five, six A1. So like 37 pen, I got class six. This is going to tank it. Like four shots, the blunt damage means my thorax HP is like seven. So it's like, it kind of doesn't matter, but what you're buying with those higher durabilities is more fights. If you get out of that fight, if you win it and you heal your thorax, the armor yeah, yeah. is still in a condition to be considered a good armor. Whereas with a gazelle or a corund, if you win the fight, your armor's trash. It's 12 durability on a corund or a gazelle. It's not going to do anything. You go to your bush, you discard it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what you're buying isn't necessarily... Uh, isn't even necessarily a longer time to kill, even though it could manifest. What you're buying is like more fights out of an armor, and and yeah. less of a need to like immediately ditch it, which I think I find pretty cool. I I kind of wish they'd just get rid of blunt damage altogether. I would not at all be opposed to that, because like blunt it would just damage, make things fragmentation, camera recoil, delete them. Yeah, I mean it would just be like things. I just wish things were simpler. And and again, you can have the exact same time to kill. Like the things I'm asking for, all of the people that are like, oh, you just want it to be, you know, the division. Oh, Jesus sponge. Christ! No, no, no. If nobody told you, yeah, that not that something changed, these systems could change, and you would not have a different time to kill at all. I just want like rather than a calculus problem <laughs> to determine whether it's one or yeah. five. Or three shots to kill. Make it so that it's fucking yeah, uh, one plus one plus one kind of math problem. Yeah, easier to debug, easier to understand, easier <laughs> to explain to players, easier to put into tutorials in the game, or you know, because like because this is where this is where these um really weird opinions like like when like I've said before, when you get one tapped by M80 to an Alton. 
and people freak out and they're like, I mean, he's not supposed to one tap an Alton and you open up the battle buddy thing and it's like 12%. It's like 12%. It shouldn't. One out of eight. But 12% of the time it's going to pen. And these are the things where it's like when you have fragmentation, when you have blunt damage, when you have materials, when you have destructibility, when you have a calculus problem. It doesn't feel like you can reliably go, yeah, M80's never going to pen. Like, it, just, it all feels weird because did that pen because of blunt damage? Did it pen because of... Did it just get the 1% chance? Like, like we all try to simplify it and be like, oh, if it, you know, if something doesn't have 50 pen, it can't pen class 5 because we're trying to simplify the stupidly complex things so that new players can learn. But then we get these weird things where it's like, one tap M80 Renalton, what the hell? And it's like, okay, yes, technically it doesn't have 50 pen, but it has enough that sometimes it'll this and the blunt damage and I'm sorry. Dude, Good luck. It's like they're trying Good to luck. replicate. They're trying to replicate like inconsistent quality control standards at the bullet manufacturing plant. Yeah. Like that's what they're, that's the realism they're trying to replicate. It feels like. Yeah. Like either your bullets are perform consistently or they don't. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like either your ceramic performs consist like like there's no reason to just build that shit into the game. Yeah. Um yeah, it, you Jonathan Blow would agree that, you know, giving your players the ability to learn mechanics and systems and to be able to make informed decisions is yes. huge. Yes. But you can't make informed decisions yeah. at all. But the, here the problem is it's the worst of all possible worlds because people think they understand the systems yeah. and they're they're making uninformed decisions without realizing making it. Making uninformed decisions confidently. Yeah, they're taking medication that they've disaster. never been told the side effects for yeah. by a medical doctor that isn't a medical doctor, you know. And that's got how a degree. and that's how you'll have stuff, you'll have you know people be like X armor is X ammo is garbage. It's garbage, man. It never works. And then when we talk about, you know, Y ammo, they're like, oh, it's so good. Why did they remove it from the traders? And those two MS have the exact same pen and pen and damage stats. And it's like, yep. you know what I mean? Like when we're talking about SMGs, people will talk about how you know PVP or AP. And it's just so good. Use that. But when we talk five four five is a joke, man. Five four five sucks. And it's like, look at the, what? They're, they're the same. You just, you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Sag, man. I I mean, like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, mm. you know, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You know, the, the good raids we had today were going completely naked on labs and somehow winning. There were the fun raids that were not yeah. Tarkov-like because and, Tarkov won't let you Tarkov. And scaving streets and getting in less than 90 seconds after a raid starts and just bum-rushing PMCs. That's fun. I forgot about scav runs. I haven't done a scav run in three oh, days. Dude, start scav. Dude, scav army with your chat streets. 50% of the time you get in will less than two minutes after the raid starts and just chase shots religiously it's just the most fun thing ever and you know what's funny is that more often than not 
the PMCs are super vibe vibing with it. Like we'll all be like, come out with your hands up and your pants down. This is the Tarkov PD. And they'll be like, yeah, come and get me. You know what it's like? And like, it's all, dude, constant, like amazing, amazing. Like we had this one guy, he was like, yo, 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 I'm a scout. I just killed the PMC up here. And me and Aaron were like, yeah, right, buddy. Calm for us. He was like, no, I don't have function keys on my keyboard. And then he peeked yeah, the window okay. and killed Airwing. And then I pushed him and died to him. And I didn't, we didn't even care. We died to him. It was hilarious dude like it's actually super funny most of the time the pmcs are super chill with it but like i killed like a juicy two man today it just like those raids are so fun so fun but it's hard because that's where it's like be the change you want to see the world i hate that scavs can spawn in that early of course yeah, as yeah. a scav it's super fun but i hate it so like i feel bad that i perpetuated but see it's a little bit better now uh, actually that scavs can have like like killing scavs player scavs mm -hmm. is actually like worth it a lot because they have like labs cards on them and if yeah because there's so much good loot then they're all goblins sometimes it's like oh they have a fucking vertex yeah they delivered the loot like, to me oh, shit. yeah um that's so true. like it's it's better than it used to be when it used to be they would spawn in after every safe had already been hit. There's nothing there. And then they would black, like fighting them was just uh, uh, all risk, no reward. Yeah. Um, so, dude, I'm yeah. still in, in the thing that like, if I could get across from Nikita and like do what you did where it was like, this is the experience you want, right? Yes. Like the, the raid series. Like, I think what Nikita wants for scavs is so much more realized. If you can't pick where you scav, Scavs cannot spawn in at least until the raid is 10 minutes old. Maybe not factory because factory is only 20 minutes, but until the raid is 10 minutes old. Bosses have all have a 60% spawn chance, but only 15% to spawn at the beginning of the raid. But a high percent chance that they might spawn at some point until the raid timer hits like five minutes. Because then what you're doing is you're leveling out where the PMCs, uh, the scavs spawn. It's not just two maps. They spawn everywhere. They don't spawn in right at the beginning of the raid, but you give PMCs a reason to stay in the raid long enough that when the player scavs spawn in, there are still PMCs. Yep. That it would be the only other thing I would add so much is more like what Nikita, I bet, would want for scavs. That and extend the fucking raid times. Yeah. Now more than ever, I'm exfilling when there's three minutes left. Yeah. It never yeah. used to be the case, but now there's enough. You have to go slow enough if you're like, you know, farming the rogues and you get pinned down or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like you need more time. All of that that you said would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Because like, just yeah, imagine like like that would be such a reason to stay in the raids longer. Oh, I'll give you XP scaling with how long you you're in the raid. Oh yeah, actually. that would be sick. That would actually be sick. Just like there's uh, you know exploration bonuses and stuff like that. There should be a there should be a survival bonus, but then there should be like every ten minutes you're in a raid, you get like a a small bonus or something like that. You know what it could be. So uh, I think people would say people would say oh well then that's just going to have people spawn in and hide in a bush until the very end so while i don't think that's a massive problem that yeah you know whatever i i think a better way of doing it would actually be the xp that you get normally increases as the raid yeah, goes so uh, you get kills the end. Uh, yeah because if you survive you get a 1.5 times bonus 
and it's like every 10 minutes you're in rate, it could go from 1.5 to 1.6 to 1. That's like a 10% bonus to your XP. So, yeah, yeah. so, so engaging with the raid the most that you can for as long as you can ensures the most XP. Yep. That uh, dude. Yeah. Because like it would give a players a reason to stay in because the bosses, people love to engage with the bosses. The bosses have good loot. They have good ammo. It's a good PVP catalyst. You can get key cards. You're trying to get quests on. Imagine how less toxic quests would be if every boss had a 60% spawn chance. It was just not always. At the beginning, you might die. Yeah, and that would you that would inherently slow done. down the farming yep. of them because it's like, well, now you can't spawn in, instantly kill Rashala and get out in five minutes. Well, now it's going to be 40 minutes, and then you kill Rashala and what? Grab a couple of busted tier five armors yeah. and some BT ammo? Yeah, the boss, the boss thing. In an hour? The boss thing in general is definitely one of those things where it was a problem. Let's attack the problem from every possible angle and then never talk to each other. So now we've just beaten it into the ground. Like most bosses, kill is really the only one that's busted. Like Rashala's guards, the best thing you're getting off of them is busted AKs and BT with the occasional Alton. Not that often. What do you get? Sturman, you got a freaking SVD. And a stock AK. He doesn't wear armor or anything, right? Like you can. The only thing that's good is the Golnik. Yeah, which everybody hates. And there's Sa sixty rounds. Sanitar doesn't wear anything. All you can get is like gazelles, and once again, maybe some good five four five ammo off him. Tagilla has the class five rig, but just or the class six rig, but maybe just increase the percent chance he spawns with the strand hog. Um, it's really just Killa because he has the guaranteed best class five armor in the game and the guaranteed mask helmet. But, like, in general, they nerfed the loot that the bosses have and nerfed the spawn rate. And buffed their reaction time and aim. And buffed their reaction time and aim. And so now it's, like, outside of the quest, it's not even worth engaging no. with them. So it's, like, we can we can make their spawn rate higher since their loot isn't as good. You know what I mean? I'm still of the... Of the, the I think that I think they hit the nail on the head with the Sturman stash. I think all the bosses should have a guaranteed key, and that key should unlock a thing because then that thing's loot can be scaled based on where we are in the wipe. That's why they yeah. It's why they make boss spawn chance five percent for the first two weeks of the wipe. They make the boss spawn chance five percent in the first two weeks of the wipe because of the seven people that grind and can farm bosses and get the loot. You know what I mean? Like what? Just leave it at their spawn rate. And adjust the loot in the stash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, once again, they're they're balancing for the wrong players and they're balancing all the bosses when only one boss is the problem, right? Kill is the one with all the good armor, but they nerf Sturman's spawn. Like, I he I don't But even the armor, I'm still gonna kill you with an AKM and PS ammo if yeah. you're wearing Killa's fucking armor. I'm still gonna fucking blast you. Yeah. A, a, a massive a massive percentage of the time yeah. but dude yeah like killa should be the the key for the exfil in that like room yep, that, that has the SR treasure thing. item yeah it would be or another thing is there should be there should be like two containers inside kibba that are only unlockable with killa's thing like that would be kind oh, of cool. like yeah, he had yeah. a certain stash in there like an ammo box like imagine a locked ammo box there's actually one on streets i've never found the key but like a locked ammo box in there and it's like you know like you know 17 bp rounds 14 m61s it's not like crazy not huge quantities but like a bunch of really good ammo and stuff like that like it's all there right factory in the little pumping station there should be tagilla's stash like you know what i mean it it 
But once again, we took it from every angle. We nerfed their spawn chance. We nerfed their loot. We buffed their aggro. We buffed their accuracy. And it's like, maybe in a vacuum, every one of those changes was a good change, but you smash them all together and it's too much. And the, the bosses don't feel like the cool, engaging gameplay. You know what I mean? Like, it's It's the same problem with so many things like the whole economy in general but we have inflation so here's what we're going to do we're going to ruin the experience for everybody and forget that the inflation is caused by the fact that you can print money infinitely with yeah. the hideout and with the flea market so we're going to make it so that you you either need to use the fucking hideout or flea market all the time yeah otherwise you you know it's like impossible to fucking make money yeah um yeah it's it's dog shit so i think there's lots of cool stuff they could do with the bosses that make them more fun but i but i really do think but, but uh, that was a big circle to come back and say that i i don't think the economy is more broken than it is <laughs> by any measurable amount if you make the bosses a 50 to 60 percent spawn chance but at some point in the raid they still retain their 15 percent chance to spawn at the beginning of a raid but they've got a 40% chance to spawn at some point throughout that raid. Because um, it also changes up how dynamic the maps would play, right? You go, you get gut spawn, you go dorms. You clean up dorms, you kill a PMC there. Right now, you basically, you can now X out dorms. You go from dorms to fortress and maybe fight somebody there. But you never have a reason to go back to dorms. But imagine you hear four grenades and some AKs pop off at dorms. You're like... Bush skirt, sir. Let's circle back. You know what I mean? Like it would. And worst case, it's a two man and a three man fighting each other. And now and they were looking on. for Rochelle. Oh, and you're like, oh, Rochelle even wasn't there. It's just yep. the raids will be so much more dynamic. And then that would give a reason to push the player scav spawning a little bit later into the raid, five to ten minutes in, as opposed to immediately, because there there would be there would actually be. Uh, content and combat to engage in 10 minutes into a raid. If you spawn into a scav raid on streets with, it's it's a 49 minute timer. If you spawn in at 32 minutes, it's dead. You might find a PMC. Like the, the raid yeah. is over in eight minutes because everybody runs. Even if there are still PMCs, it's so big that you won't come across exactly. them. They're so spread out that they're not fighting anything. You can be chasing shots, but they're moving yeah. to extract and they get into a fight. You chase that location. They're not there anymore. The raid's over in eight minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like it would... Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's the stuff. But yeah, that's uh, that's hostess. all. Hmm? Isn't that like the hostess? Oh, that's the stuff. That's the yeah, stuff. I think it is. I think hostess. I think I, think. I don't know, dude. I haven't seen one of those commercials since I was like eleven, and and that's marketing for you. Yeah. Uh, you said that's the stuff, and I'm like hostess. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um. Uh, now I have the fucking Mentos full of life. Oh my gosh. Dude. That was a great. I had that song stuck in my head for so long after that. Um, But as far as like, uh, I think that's it as far as uh, things go in Tarkov. There hasn't been, there hasn't been a whole lot of changes. They were really on a roll with doing them like on the daily. I don't think anybody, I, I expected them to like continue that forever. But we are, you know, similar to last week, man. It's hard to sit in the W. It's hard to, it's hard to feel the fun movement changes and recoil changes when I'm, you know, I'm dying to things out of my control so often. And so, 
Uh, so I know that I know they're complicated. I know these things are hard, but I would I'm really hoping we see some communication around the audio or something soon. And uh, and then things like the grouping and the invisibility bug. Uh, I really do think we arrived at something like I think it's got to be related to the grouping because they said the new grouping system was supposed to be in this patch and then it wasn't. And then in one of their hotfixes, they said they were going to be bringing the new grouping system and they still didn't. So it, all the information fits together in my head that they've been trying to get that work and there's just bugs around it. And so grouping is just weird right now, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm sure that they've been making underlying changes yeah. to the grouping system that have been, I, I, I can almost promise you that they've been underlying changes to the grouping system as it is now related to the upcoming changes. They just haven't exposed yeah. certain things yet, except for they've exposed bugs. Like, that's my, my. I think that's an educated guess for sure that that's a possibility. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, we'll see, dude. Do you do you think do you think you would ever? Did you ever see the witness at all? Like the game? Any of the? Yeah, yeah. I was watching you play it a little bit the other day. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's your style at all. I I, I think. Oh, you know what? It was Mar Markstrom who was saying that the, he was. It looks like it was right up his alley. I don't oh, know. Cool. I don't know if it's your thing, but I fucking finished it, dude. Yeah. Oh, what a what a fucking fucking phenomenal game. That's sick. Like I'm actually like. I feel genuinely sad because I'm like, I'm it's I, over. There's nothing. Yeah, man. Like that's cool. If, if, if you have to, if you're not interested in it, what you should do is watch like the first 15 minutes okay. of like a let's play just to see how well Jonathan blow handles. Hmm. I wanted to say teaching players yeah. the mechanics and the rules, but he doesn't do that. He he lets you yeah. teach yourself. Um yeah. like so so to give an example, the have you seen any of the puzzles, like what they look like? Uh I mean a little bit. I was watching you try to figure one out and I was like, I've no idea. The literally the first one you see, the most basic one, is imagine like a little circle mm -hmm. and then there's like a line. And you click, you click in the circle, and that's where like the puzzle starts. And now like your mouse is, like you're, it's almost like you're on rails. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you just swipe to the right, and it like fills up the thing. And once you get to the end, like a rounded end piece, it like kind of glows, and you click, and it's like boom, the door opens. You're like, okay, I now I I know, I click the circle. It starts in the circle, and it ends. At the yeah in the in the rounded end, right? Yeah. And then you come to another one and it's the same thing, but it's a right angle. And it's like, okay, this there's no text, yeah. there's no tutorial, there's no narration. It's just like, oh, okay, well, clearly these lines can curve. Yeah. And then the next one is almost like a maze kind of thing, but like a simple one, almost like a figure eight, where it's like, oh, okay, there's multiple ways to go. And you can actually solve it one way and it'll like unlock a thing, but you can then also do it like another way. And it'll be like, Jane, you got that one right. You can solve it like three different ways. And you're like, oh, okay. And then the next one you come to, there's two circles with two different starting points, but it's symmetrical. And then one end. So you're like, oh, interesting. So I can start here and then, whoop. oh, okay, cool. 
So now you know there's two. Yeah. It, it just incrementally adds, adds. Yeah. And then you come to one, and there's two. It's symmetrical, and there's two circles, and there's two ends. And you click on the one on the left, and then the one on the right lights up. And when you move, it moves like mirrored. And you're like, oh. So then you have to solve it. Yeah, and yeah. And it's symmetrical. And then the next one you do, it's not symmetrical. So you have to figure out the right inputs to make it yeah. so that both can go through them. And then the next one has dots and shapes. And it it's just a phenomenal way of being like letting people deduce yeah, and at figure their own out speed, the yeah. Every puzzle, dude, makes you feel like a fucking genius when you figure yeah, it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the moment I walked up to a puzzle and I looked at it for a while and I'm like, it looks kind of like a funky little maze. It's like not complicated. There's only like, you know, yeah. seven or eight kind of turns. And you solve it one way and you're like, that didn't work. You solve it another way. You're like, what? I don't get it. Like, what's the indication? And then if you think about it for a while and you look and you turn around and you see there's a sun behind you and there's the tree. I think I, maybe I showed yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah, There's a tree and then you realize the branches are casting a shadow on the fucking panel. And if you, if you go around the shadow, all of a sudden it lights up and you're like, Oh, oh my God. That's so Dude, sick. The, the, the best one that actually got me really good was, and there's, there's a million things. I don't want to spoil anything. Everybody should fucking go play the witness. It's worth it. it it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Like I was almost in tears at the end. Um, and it doesn't say a word to you. It's wild. It's just like it's just like I imagine this is what it's like when you die. Like it's yeah. just <laughs> beautiful. Um, but you're in like this like bamboo forest, and you walk up to the thing and you hear like a Nokia ringtone in your left ear. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, and I'm like, maybe it's like a pitch, like or something oh, yeah. like that. And it didn't work. It didn't work. I'm like, huh? What the hell? And then all of a sudden, I notice in my right ear, you hear a little birdie chirping, and it's like, as like the there's a there's a uh, a high, a mid, and a low to the pattern, and you go mid, high, low, mid, ka-ching. and it's like, oh, it's a fucking audio puzzle. That's... And the Nokia phone is just to be like, listen to me over here, I'm distracting you. It's, the... and then later on, you hear two birds chirping, and they like overlap. And you have to segment it out. Dude, it's so fucking good. That's insane. And it's just like, if you think about it and you think about what information you have, everything is solvable. Everything is deducible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just phenomenal fucking game design. And it's the opposite of Tarkov. Yeah. In that Tarkov has all of these obscure things. But imagine if they didn't ever give you a way of deducing it yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to go to the fucking wiki and figure it out. Oh, yeah. So fucking good, dude. It's That's so dope. good. And then I played a, the parody version that someone made for free called The Looker. Really? And like one of the puzzles, dude, it's so funny because there's like all these crazy mazes. And the way it works is it's like you have a little pencil and you draw the lines. It's literally it's it's a parody of it. Okay. And for the first like 20 puzzles, the mazes get more and more and more complicated. But the start and the end are outside of the borders kind of. So you can just go around. You don't have to go through the maze at all. And then at one point, the closer you get, it's just like. Imagine there's an end point, but it's invisible. Uh-huh. And you, like, click on it, and he goes, beep. 
Beep. Beep. Beep. Beep. Yup. Mm-hmm. Beep. Yup. Mm-hmm. Beep. Yup. And the, the guy narrating it, eventually he's like, yeah, right there. Yeah, oh right my there. Like, God. Oh, he's like trying to solve it. And he's like, dude, it's so fucking That's hilarious. hilarious, bro. Oh, the God. It's looker. fucking phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it, it's so good. That's so ridiculous. I <sighs> did play. Um, there was a battle bit test on Tuesday night. I, oh, I know finally I it. got to play battle bit, bro. And like, it was so good. Like everything you said, dude, the, the, the character faces making it so much better. <laughs> it, you're really right. Like you get to a point, like it's so silly, like, and VoIP is so good. And the fact that you can drag bodies, bro, every time I do, I'd go down and be like, oh, I can't feel my legs. And then like instantly somebody would be like, oh, I'm coming. And then like grab you and be like, oh, I got your money. And I was like, it hurts so bad. Like, dude. Dude, I would down somebody <laughs> and then I would hear them VoIPing and then I would, the enemy. Yeah. And I'd walk up to them and grab them and I'd be like, daddy's here. <laughs> and I would drag them into like a corner. And they'd be like, no, dude, let me go. <laughs> Bro, it's so good. The, like, funny little RP. Dude, so many times. Because, like, the two, the 127 versus 127 game modes, there's so much gunfire. I mean, it's just like... Wild. Like, and so, like, we'd just be on a roof, like, with a bunch of people. And somebody would be like, I'll never forget you, boys. And it's like, charge! <laughs> like, dude, it's... I have one complaint. Oh, one complaint so in the game. Sick. And it's the spawn, the spawn yeah. system. Like it's like trying to click on the people, and it's like you can you can click on a teammate, yeah. But when they're in combat, you can't deploy to them. Yeah. So you click on them, you go to you go to click deploy, and it's like they're in combat. You're like fuck. Oh wait, they're in combat. Oh fuck. Yep. Oh, shit. And you, I'm just clicking. I'm like ah, where do I spawn? How do I spawn? Yep. That's the only thing that they like need to I think really address. Yeah. Everything else is fucking phenomenal. Dude. I wonder what the mod support is going to be or like custom server, not necessarily mod, but custom server. Cuz my thing is, the only thing is Tarkov has ruined me for uh Battlefield style games. The 127 versus 127 is super fun and memey for a little bit, but I mentally check out really quickly because it's just we're trying to take B. Spawn, turn a corner, kill a guy, die. Spawn, turn a corner, kill a guy, die. Spawn, you take, take a B. Different... We lost C. You take C. We lost uh, A. Like, you take like A. We lost people, C. People are like, we're losing. And I'm like, losing what? I don't live long enough to comprehend what uh, what base I'm near, what base we're taking. I, there's planes, trains, automobiles. Like, I, I really, I really just never got into that stuff. But I want every shred of what BattleBit is. With like those big maps and like thirty v thirty or twenty v twenty, I I want the the Tarkov like like thought process and maneuverability, waiting here, holding a sight line, hoping somebody comes. Then you get the snipe. The like oh the 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 like you and your enemy scare each other and you're trying to get into combat. Like I love that so much. Other than the just like repeatability of just like dead 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 dead. That Dude, I if they have I want to get support. a big map and i want to i want to get in there and make a custom like tarkov style one you know so there i think they're going to have custom game modes like me and me and clean both said like the same thing at the same time which is like i i would the first thing i would do is get rid of the sniper scope glint yeah yeah that, that that like um battlefield yeah very gamified 
because it's like nah man i i don't want people to see like then there's no like ghillie suit you yeah. actually are a sniper you know you really only get one or two shot like snipes before you're yeah you're no longer sniping um but if there's mod support yeah dude i swear to god if the game had robust mod support yeah i would spend six months making tarkov yeah fully featured like yeah. i would go like hardcore like the amount of time that people put into like the skyrim nudity mods <laughs> i would i would put into making a like a, a tarkov like mode in, in a game like Battlebit, dude and what's crazy is you could you could make i imagine you could make like a like an almost daisy style map and how big it is because of how like low, relatively low system resources it needs, if it had a lower, you know, player count, like even a BR in that mode would be sick. Where like you're you're oh, actually like yeah. going around and looting. You know what I mean? Like a, a, like point. that would be super fun. Like because because everything is perfect. The uh, the gunplay, the audio, the recoil, the prone, Movement. the prone lean, the regular lean, the body dragging, the healing. It's it, dude. I loved what I I because it's not it doesn't have the Tarkov inventory style system with the magazines, but it has magazines, and if they're all half full, you're like gonna reload to half mags, but you can consolidate the mags. I thought that was really cool. It was this really cool. Like, it had some squad in there. It had some Tarkov in there. It had some battlefield in there, and everything just works. And it's really clean and crisp, and the movement feels good. And the graphics <laughs> do, in a way, just make it goofy as hell and funny to interact with other people. Uh, man, it was really good. Like, if they're doing it right by like keeping the game down and working on what needs to happen, and then doing tests. If if by the time it gets to uh early access it you know what i mean like it has mod support i think some of the most insane stuff can come from the community and inside that game holy yeah. cow yeah i've wanted uh i've wanted modding i've wanted to get involved i've never done anything with modding but i've always been yeah. so fucking amazed at how like people have straight up made like new like a, a new version of dark souls in dark souls yeah. with, like or or like some of the things that they do with Skyrim like completely yep. changing the fucking skill trees and like the combat and it's amazing it's like have you seen this Sky Oblivion they just remade the entire game Elder Scrolls Oblivion in Skyrim <laughs> wait like recently yeah it's well it's a project that they've been working on for freaking years just Sky Oblivion it, wait is this like new ish like uh, I don't I don't know it's something I've mean, known fucking, about. Fuck Tarkov, dude. I'm, that's what I'm doing. It's something tonight. I've what known about for a while. See, it's still not out. Yeah, we're currently oh, planning God. on releasing Sky Oblivion to the public at some time in 2025. <laughs> It'll be out before Tarkov. But be they're like, but they're completely remaking Oblivion in Skyrim. Yeah. God, you know what the worst part is? Is by then they're gonna come out with like Skyrim two, and then like. <laughs> <laughs> No one's gonna want to play yeah. a, a, the three games ago in, in the, the two, two game games ago. Game. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, dude! All they need to do is just make Skyrim two with like Mordhau combat, bro. And you already have like the greatest fucking game of all time. Like the only shitty part about yeah Skyrim, Skyrim is the was the, the the combat was just a little janky. Yeah, but ugh. yep. But uh, yeah, 
So Yo, I've got I, I've got I've got a story time that I can tell super fast. Oh yeah, let's do it. And my wife reminded me of the best element of it. I actually would have forgotten this and it would have kind of made the whole story fizzle. I'm gonna do eavesdropping on a neighbor's business call. <laughs> Nobody asked for this one, okay. but I'm doing it because it's quick and we and we've already gone two hours. So when I was like maybe 13, we were in we I kind of lived in like an upscale neighborhood, you know, okay. like big houses and stuff. And but it was a new construction, and there was really only like we were like the second house on okay. the street. The guy across the street was like this rich dude, businessman, worked from home. I have no idea. I think maybe he was a contractor or something. Now, God, around around this time this is when like people still had home phones oh yeah and yeah, i yeah. remember there was a second line i don't know anything about how like the lines work <laughs> but all i know is that one day like during the summer me and my sister like looked down at our phone and saw the line two was lit up and we were like we don't have a second line like we only have one phone line so like what the fuck so we press it and all of a sudden we hear what we ended up, I don't remember how we figured out it was our neighbor. His, it, our line two was like tied into our neighbor's phone somehow. That's so sketchy. And it was a business call. Oh my God. It was like he was having like a fucking conference call. Now, of course, my sister was like 14 or 15. I was like 12 or 13. So naturally, the first thing we think to do is balls. And all of a sudden, you see the guy who's like, yeah, so the TPS reports are. <laughs> okay. So to the TPS reports, cock. Oh, my God. And we, we, we did this for multiple days. And I just remember the one day, the oh one day. Finally, and all they would do was like you could tell they heard, it was they would react in exactly the same way when I was like one part dick. Oh. Yep. Like the person would be like, yeah. So if you look at the quarterly balls, oh. look at the quarter. Like <laughs> nobody would acknowledge. They would. You could just tell they heard it, and they were fucking frustrated. Oh my god. Like the third day that we would do it because we'd only say like three or four things, and then we'd be too scared yep, to like yep. fucking continue. Finally, someone's like, all right, who put the parrot on the phone? Someone's got a parrot. And they were convinced that it was uh, uh, someone's parrot. Oh, my. Like, in the background, saying balls and who put the parrot on the phone is, like, the quintessential fucking wow. line from my childhood. Who? Who put the parrot on the phone? Put the parrot. I would have then... Just pretended to be a parrot. Did you ever get yeah. like caught, or did you no. guys just? We just stopped one day. Did you ever tell your parents that you had that they had access to their neighbor's phone? Oh hell no! That's hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't either as a twelve-year-old at all. Yeah, no way. Because I mean, that was YouTube all before YouTube. That's content. Get... Oh yeah, this is way before. Like, YouTube. That's entertainment before there was entertain. You know what I mean? Like that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, this was. Let me let me even do the math on this. We're talking 2001 ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. when did, when did, like, when did YouTube come out? 
2005. Yeah, I mean, we're talking <laughs> years before YouTube. This Someone would have posted this on an internet forum, on a fucking yeah. IRC chat. Oh, my God. Who put the parrot on the phone? <sighs> and you know what the best part the is? I forgot about the who put the parrot on the phone line, which is the whole fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until I was I was telling my wife yesterday, because we went and we, we, we get monthly uh, couples massages, which I highly oh. fucking recommend. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, 90 minutes. Oh, my God. That's the greatest fucking thing ever. It's the best. Like, I'll take that over like a car payment like any day. Fuck <laughs> that. It's so good. So, but we're coming back and I was telling her about like, oh, I was you know, been talking about story time and all this stuff. And uh, and I was like, yeah, um, I got to tell him about the eavesdropping on the neighbor's business call. And she said, who put the parrot on the phone? I was like, oh, my God. Memory unlocked. <laughs> Yeah, I was literally just going to talk about how funny it was that we were just saying cock and balls and that the people were like mad about it. But like the who put the parrot on the phone is the whole thing. That is insane. That's the, whole, that's the, that's the punchline of the whole story. So yeah, is that they go. actually thought it was a bird talking to them. And, and we were just being like obnoxious. We weren't trying to sound like a bird, yeah. but I guess saying like cock, you know, kind of does sound like a fucking parrot, you know? Balls. Oh, man. Ugh. Those were the days. That's so great. There's so much potential there too. Listening to a phone call, you know what I mean. If I, I could go back. Oh man, start like sending letters to your neighbor with like some of the quarterly report stuff that you heard. You know what I mean. <laughs> but in the and and also in the quarterly report, it would be like you know the quarterly report for the balls in caps. Like, yeah, like italicized. it would all be, be like, signed. Wait a minute. The parrot. The parrot on the phone. Oh my god, the parrot on the phone, and and nobody would suspect the neighbor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't. Yeah, because how would the neighbor know? Yeah, the parrot on the phone. I still don't know how, like how if or how that worked. Like, did someone when they were doing the phone lines just fuck up some wiring or like <sighs> or like what? Like why would that work? I bet just there's like a fucking telecom expert in our audience. I promise you. Because we've got like one of everything. Yeah, for now. sure. Now um, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that could happen Back if they in do the this. Day, like, if yeah. they had done it this way. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and, and as we say that, someone in our chat, my fucking mod skillet is uh, explaining. <laughs> Essentially, it. yes, there's a phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, the Creamcast, another banger. Tarkov is pain. And the parallel. Yeah, Tarkov's great, dude. Nothing wrong. I mean, it sounds like a skill issue. Yeah. Maybe, have you considered you've gotten fucking old and you're washed? Or Yeah, I'm just I'm just washed, boys. I'm just washed. Um, the balls cast. <laughs> uh, the parrot cast. The parrot cast. Um, but yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh Thanks for being around. Not a whole lot going on in Tarkov. Maybe we get some more stuff soon. Um, this will be live early next week. All the normal stuff. I can't, I can't think of any more housekeeping things. Thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely see you all in the next one. Balls. Cock. <laughs>